Hi guys, I'm Allie Moresco. And I'm Cindy Lufred. And this is Slightly Spiritual. Are you curious about dipping your toe into the realm of spirituality, but not ready to drop $1,000 on crystals? We're here for you. Grab your adult beverage of choice and join spiritual medium Cindy Lufred and health advocate Allie Moresco for unfiltered, soulful conversations with a healthy dose of curiosity, wine, and laughter. Grounded in a passion for genuine human connections, we will discuss the good, bad, ugly, and odd around all things wellness, spiritual, and woo-woo with each other and our occasional guest. We aim to bring modern spirituality into your daily routine to empower your life. Spoiler alert, we're all slightly spiritual. Well, we definitely bring a dose of wine when it's not 11 a.m. on a Wednesday, but yeah, we're right now we have... Morning coffee and sparkling water i'm drinking my (laughs) my sparkling water because i can't find my favorite kind of sparkling water anymore i shouldn't remember oh the gerald yeah i cannot find it i should have just bought out the entire plum market like palette before they closed and i didn't i was in the right when i was moving which we'll get to in a minute but i'm telling you i regret it every day can you order can you order like a case of it online i'm not even kidding i tried on amazon and it's like four times the price i did it one day when i was desperate so i now (laughs) converted to whole foods um italian sparkling water it's pretty good it's not as good as the other the how do you say it gerald steiner that's how i'll say okay well it's not as good as that Um, kind so if anyone has any insider tips (laughs) leave it in the notes or comments or dm me so i can Recently, when I can't find Gerald Stern, because it sells out really quickly, I've, I don't have that. I don't have the issue to that extent, but it sells out very, very quickly and they don't restock it like they should. Yeah. But I'll buy the big glass bottles of Topo Chico. And that's like the closest mm-hmm. substitute that I've found. I feel like okay. for, as far as like how it makes me feel. Yeah. Like Gerald Steiner gives you that boost because it's such a high like mineral content. Yes, exactly. Um, that the other ones just don't give you. I know. Not the same. Um, back to the wine though. <laughs> I'm very on brand for myself this morning. Um, we can have a glass of wine when we do our Instagram live. So that yes. will be coming next week. What well, yeah, I think next week. Well, which I'm very listening to this. About. It might be this yeah. week. I don't know. Depending yeah. when you're listening. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Depending on when you're listening this week, next week, we'll chat with you on Instagram. We'll catch up. Cindy will pick a few questions to answer. We'll maybe do an update, all the things, which I'm yeah. very excited about. Um, so excited for a long time since we've done a live. Yeah. So. Way too long. Um, wait, so, you, okay. So obviously I already know this, but you mentioned you're in your new place. How did that yeah. unfold? What happened? Oh my gosh. Give us the, yes. the lowdown. So I have to tell you, I was living in uh, downtown Chicago area called the Gold Coast and I, one day was just getting my, of course I wait till the last minute. Cause that's what I do with everything in life. And my lease is up for <laughs> renewal and I'm a procrastinator. Like there should be a picture of me in the dictionary next to the depth, like definition of procrastinating. <laughs> it's me. Like literally my face should be there. Um, but I was waiting till the last minute and I was just like fed up. I was just frustrated with being downtown. Like the traffic has gotten, yeah. I feel like worse than before COVID and the quarantine. I mean, I didn't really drive a lot before then, so I guess I can't really say, but it feels so much worse. And I just said, you know what? Screw it. So my sister's a realtor in Chicago. Highly recommend. Shout out to her, Megan Lufred, <laughs> um, realtor, realty, realtor. She's great. Um, anyways, she, I sent her, a t- it's like 10 o'clock at night. I'm like lying in my bed. Like, again, okay. sent her a quick text. And I was like, all right, I need to know what's out there. Can you pull from like the private condos? Because I wasn't liking anything I was seeing on, I don't know, like the normal apartment.com and rent.com and all yeah. that. I just like, wasn't liking anything. Like nothing was like really feeling good. So I sent her a text. I was like, let's see what's available for the private condo. So I said, I want this. I had, I'm a specific manifester. I have to be very specific mm-hmm. when I'm manifesting based on your human design. You could be specific or non-specific. I can't, I think we've talked about this on the podcast. I can't. Yes really remember but that's the short quick and dirty version of like what it is and I don't know how to tell or forget how to tell but we can maybe have an expert back on or do you remember you know I don't know how to tell but we do have the episode with Katie Calder where she really (gasps) breaks like all of it down so when I post this we can also post the link with it so people can go perfect and get the download on that yeah so I'm a specific manager so I gave my sister the exact list of criteria that I wanted like two bedroom two bath uh, 
um, like washer dryer in Munich that didn't have that before, you know, a certain price point garage or parking street parking, you know, nearby, like all the things there was more stuff to it, but yada, yada, yada. And I gave her the cities that I wanted it in. So she ran the search, two apartments came back too. And, and like the time I wanted to build two apartments came back. One of them, I freaking like loved, right. Just look at the pictures. Like, Oh my God, it's vintage. It's walk up. It reminded me of being in New York, which I still love and miss. And so I was like, all right, I'm going to see. So this was like on a Thursday. We made it, I was out of town Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We went first thing in the morning on that following Monday, like in early April, I saw the place, I panicked and I was like, I don't know. I like it, but I don't know if I can do it. And then I finally just was like, you know what? I'm like, if I don't do it now, I'm never going to do it. And this place is literally perfect. It's exactly what I, it had every single, I wanted like pet friendly, like every single yeah. thing on my specific list was in this apartment and had all the things. And I was like, yeah. how can I say no to this? Like, I'm going to, I'm going to regret saying no to this. So that's a lot of times how I make decisions is like, am I really going to regret it down the road, regardless of what it's like mm-hmm. today? I, so I put down the deposit, signed the lease, done deal. And like had no intention of uprooting my life this year, but yeah, in literally like <laughs> here 24 you hours, yeah, here I am in like 24 hours, completely uprooted my life. Now I'm only in Evanston. I mean, it's not like it's that far from the city, but was like all these limiting beliefs, all this stuff that I had associated with like living in the city. And I would say, cause this seems to be a theme with readings and also with some of the people that I follow on Instagram as of late, that a lot of people might be going through big decisions around moving or should they move or should they stay or whatever. And the big thing that helped me was I did a journaling exercise on what I literally wrote out. What am I asking the city to uphold for me? Because I attached a lot of things to living in the city. And when I went through the list, I was like, oh my God, none of this is true. It was like, yeah. it was like relationships. And I'm like, I've been single for like the entire time I've lived here, like in this yeah. apartment. And then it was like community. And I was like, everyone's freaking left. They're all moved during COVID. I was like, so that's yeah. false. Like something about like, um, oh, that I've like made it in the world, like my status. Cause I live in a city. And I was like, that's ridiculous. I was like, I've done so many things that are not attached to this. Like I built my business yeah. and stuff, but I could have done that anywhere. That has nothing to do with being in a city. Like it was just like insane. I feel like you're national. Like it's way far beyond. Right? Way like, far outside of Chicago. Yeah. And also like leaving Chicago doesn't mean I'm not going to still have the business and the. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like it doesn't, the two are not tied. Yeah. But like in my mind, they were. So once I did that exercise and like wrote all those things out, I was like, okay, well, none of this is true. And I'm making, I'm like, I'm about to make a decision based on like false information, right? Like fears. Yes. Yes. So I was like, I'm out. I was like, ah, I gotta go. I'm like, this is my sign. I'm leaving. I'm going. So moved, of course, during Mercury retrograde. So there's like, <laughs> quite a few hiccups. I do not recommend doing that. However, I signed before Mercury retrograde. So like the apartment now okay. has been great, but just the move yeah. itself, like the, there was like a seven week, like eight week period all before, during and after Mercury retrograde. That was rough. It was a little yeah. rough. Um, but it been good. And then I guess I'll just do all my updates first. Yeah. I I don't know if I shared this publicly. I don't think I did. I think I just shared it privately. I may have put a quick thing on Instagram, but I was having this bug issue in this apartment when I first moved in. Like, I kid you not, I was killing. Did I even know this? But yeah, I think I did know this. I was killing, I mean, bugs that don't have names. I literally no. tried to Google. I'm not kidding you. You guys are, you're going to laugh. They don't, ha- I literally, I killed a bug that it doesn't, I don't know what it is. Like, I swear to God, it was from like a different reality that like showed up in my apartment. It literally doesn't have a name. Like I, I to this day, cannot, I've never seen it before. I can't find it. I've literally Googled it. I took pic. like, I don't know what it was. Anyways, I killed it. It's gone. Um, Good. That was like the extent of like, back. It was getting a little crazy, like things that didn't have names. I was killing like wasps every other day. And like, it was insane, like bugs, wasps. And then the breaking point was, it was the great mite incident of 2022. I, there was a bird's nest in the, one of my windows and these mites were like infesting my bedroom. It was horrible. It was the worst thing ever. It was, I threw away so much stuff. It was, it's fine. Um, but I finally left oh, and had some clarity. And went away for a weekend. And I had this epiphany when I was like meditating on it, when I finally had time to leave the space. And my guides were like, there's a fucking spirit. Like, this is, <gasps> this is like, yeah. this is not like, this isn't just like, I'm telling you, I was killing bugs daily, like yeah. daily. Like, and I, I mean, no offense. I spray things. Like I don't, I don't have a dog or a yeah. kid to worry about. So like I was spraying chemicals. Like it, I was doing all the things still yeah. was, like did nothing, nothing. They were here every day. <sighs> 
So uh, finally, my guides were like, there's a spirit in there. And I was like, oh my God, there has to be because I've never had this much trouble. And I also was having high anxiety in my apartment, like couldn't get relaxed, like high anxiety, which a lot of times a spirit in a room or a specific place will give you the feeling of anxiety, especially if you're intuitive Uh, or empathic. I've worked yes. with clients where like I'm, there's a spirit in like this bathroom and they're like, oh my God, we have such anxiety in there. That totally makes sense. So like, I'm not explaining away everyone's anxiety. Yeah. Okay. So don't everyone go, oh my God, yeah. she said that there's anxiety. It's actually a spirit, <laughs> it's not my anxiety. Okay. I'm not explaining away everyone's anxiety. Okay. Yeah. But I will say if you're normally can be pretty calm in your own home and you clear your space and you meditate and you do all the things and you're still feeling like anxious in a certain area or part of your home, there might be something yeah. there. Okay. So I get, I got back. This on the 4th of July. I got back and I dropped my bags to the door and I grabbed all my shit, like my crazy <laughs> shit to sage the apartment. So I saged and cleared. And I was like, you got to get the hell out. Like the energy I got from it was that it was a spirit of someone or, um, who had been here since the beginning, like oh. this apartment complex when it was first built. And I okay. kind of got the feeling they weren't happy with what was being done with it. Like with this building. Oh. And I was like, that's not my problem. I'm taking care of this building in this apartment. Like I'm going to do what I can to keep it nice and take care of it. And you can go anywhere else you want, but you are not allowed to come back to this apartment or anything that belongs to me or anything within these four walls or my garage or anything. And I haven't seen a bug since. So literally haven't seen a bug since besides the ladybug this morning that was on my ceiling, but ladybugs can stay. (laughs) I was going to say, yeah, we'll keep the ladybug. The ladybug's allowed to stay, but literally I've not seen a bug since. So yeah, it was fun. And I found out from my neighbor who knows the building that it's a pre-war building. Right. But she said that this was the first apartment complex in Evanston to be converted to individual condos, like privately owned condos. Mm -hmm. And now they're all kind of like that, but originally it was like a an apartment building that was like managed yeah. and owned by someone who could make, you know, theoretically they could yeah. make all the decisions or say yes or no. And now they're all individually owned. And I really feel like it was like whoever those original people were were like pissed. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that I'm crazy? Curious. Yes, that is crazy. I'm curious though, like when you clear a spirit like out of your home or your living space or whatever it is, like where do they, do you know where they go? Like, do they go back to the other side or do they just go hang out somewhere else? Yeah. So that's a great question. And maybe I can go through this. Cause a lot of people did ask me like, yes. how did you do this? So I'll make, I'll keep it brief and we could probably do a whole entire episode. I know we have lots of other things to get to today, but to answer your question of quote unquote, where do they go? I mean, this particular spirit, I feel like could like has already transitioned, like was already over on the other side. It was kind of returning to visit. And that's when they got mad. They were like returning to visit and was like, I don't like what's happening here. And we're kind of like anyone new that came in was like causing problems. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Some spirits or souls that I clear from apartments, um, haven't made it to the other side. Like they're literally stuck. Like maybe something traumatic happens or it was a really sudden yeah. death or they, just didn't get to say goodbye and they're trying, they're maybe not quite fully even transitioned or over, or they're just sort of in limbo. Like they get a little stuck sometimes. So in that case, then they go back, they they fully get to heal and go to the other side. Mm -hmm. I would not, that's not for like the beginner to do. Yeah. To have someone transition, you'd need like, I'd say an an expert. I mean, but most spirits Mm -hmm. that I catch in apartments are fine that are bugging people's home have already Mm -hmm. transitioned and they're coming back to visit. And that's when they're causing the problems like Lauren's apartment, when she had the energy in her bathroom, um, it was a mom whose kid had drowned and she just wanted to make sure that it didn't happen to anybody else. And she Mm -hmm. was like yelling at Lauren, like, and it it was the same day her friend's kid had been over and was like playing in the bathroom that all this happened. Not that they were like, not that there was water, but it was still just the situation. And that's when Lauren noticed the spirit. I was like, Oh, that's because she's just, she came back to just warn you like, yeah, be careful. This could happen. So that, and that, in that case, they just sort of returned to the other side. Like they don't, you know, it's like a loved one coming to visit only this is kind of an unwanted one. Although again, most of the time I find that they have like good intentions. They just don't mean, they don't mean to scare us or cause problems, but they do. Although this one was not nice. The one that was in my apartment and was trying to be annoying. So, um, and they figured out my weakness bugs. I hate bugs. And that's why I was like, this is too, I was like, this is too coincidental that I'm killing bugs daily. And I hate bugs. Like, I mean, it was just too much anyways. So, um, how to clear an apartment. So 
I recommend using incense if you have it. Mm. However, if all you have is sage or even just a candle, that's fine too. And you want to start at the back of your home or the upstairs back of your home and work your way. Like if you're one level, you start at the back. If you have multiple levels, start at the top back most corner and work your way room by room, you know, downstairs and or towards and towards the front. So if you only have one level, you start at the back and move towards the front or the door you you use most frequently. I would say consider that the front of your house. Um, or you could actually do the front door of the house, whatever, whatever works. Um, like in mine, I have two entrances, but one goes to the outside and that's the one I use like 99% of the time. So I consider yeah. that like my front door and I kind of work the okay. energy that way. So you go room by room and just ask that the space be free and clear of energies and entities that do not have your best interests at heart. Mm-hmm. And as you're doing that, take the incense or the sage and just move it around the room, making sure to hit all mm-hmm. four corners. And um, just keeping to re- repeating that like intention that the space be free and clear of any energy that does not have your best interest at heart. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what you can do when you get to like the main room or the main space or when you get by the door is set an intention for what you want the home to be. Like um, I like to set for clients when I do this, like a space, like welcoming, loving, mm-hmm. a place for people to gather, a place that's yeah. calming, a place that makes you feel grounded place for like happiness. If you're calling in kids, it could be like a place to expand the family. Oh, um, yeah. if you're working on a business, be like a place for your business to prosper, you know, whatever mm-hmm. it is that you want your home to be represent and, or for you to be able to create within your home, you can set that intention. And then the last piece of it is you want to sweep the last part of the incense or smoke as you're finishing all this out the front door. You actually want to open the door and like, let it go Uh, out. And if you have a room that's like really stuck, you could let that happen each room. But really it's most important that at the very end, you just let it, the little bit of the incense go out the front door. And that's essentially asking all the spirits and anything to leave with it, leaving with the intention. uh, Um, yeah, those are like the main things, um, if you have like a little broom or like a broom, like a, I'd say like a, not like a, I guess plastic works too, but a broom, you can also sweep out the door, like just sending oh. an intention of sweeping the energies out the door. Um, like you can also set a crystal in the window when you're done. Um, like I mm. use Swarovski ball crystals to protect mm. the home. And you say like this crystal everywhere it reaches, it touch is protecting the home. Um, mm. You can use selenite. Selenite is a great protection. Um, obsidian, you could put that by the front door. Uh, black tourmaline or tourmaline. I don't know how you say it, but like, you know, um, yeah. you can put a crystal like that by the door. Um, That's I, right I have a big hunk of that near my door. Yeah. So that is also to help protect the space. So once you've cleared it, doing something to set an intention to protect, protect it is also really great. Okay. Um, but that's, that's the, I think the easiest way to, uh, explain the process for everybody. It's interesting because I clear my house. I don't want to say like all the time, but like when I feel like it needs it or if things feel stagnant or whatever it is. And, um, you and I have talked about this at length and I didn't even know that you start at like your back corner and Mm -hmm. work up. Like I always Mm -hmm. start just because I keep everything on the counter in my kitchen. I always start and I go opposite but next time I oh. do it, I'll have to stop, stop. I'll have to start at the back corner and work my way up. So I had yeah. no idea. Well, if you're just clearing, like, a, like I clear my room that I channel in for readings, like yeah. kind of regularly. And I don't, then I don't do the whole house. I'm like, I'm not doing the whole yeah. house though. Like if you're yeah. truly yeah. setting an intention to clear energy from yeah. a home or clear something that doesn't feel like yours, you want to yeah. start at the back and work your way forward. Yeah. Pay attention to corners. I would even do closets yeah. under bed, under furniture, I smudge all new furniture before it smudge or sage all new furniture before it comes in mm-hmm. or as it comes in my apartment too, because that happened to Lauren too. She had an old antique, beautiful piece and there was an entity uh, attached to it. So any typically new furniture is okay, but I mean, I'd yeah. also do the new stuff, but any antiques that you bring in, you want to clear and sage yeah. that too. Yeah. I, that I'm not see it's funny because I feel like I've always been like overly cautious with that type of stuff like anything that's like older or like I'm like I just don't even I don't want it in my house 
Um, I feel like I clear so often because we have so many visitors, which I love that like so many people want to come visit and stay for weekends and whatever. But like, you know, I'm like, I don't want your stuff hanging out here, you know, and making it murky or like whatever it is. So like whenever people leave, I'm like, yeah, bye energy. Um, so it's just so funny. too confusing and then I'm like what's mine what's yours like especially yeah. because I have like I think you do t- I don't know if you do too actually but in my human design like I have the open emotional center so I yeah. like already get Same. confused about what's mine versus somebody yes. else's like I don't need to same. be more confused about this yeah same 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 yep that's um, so funny and then I realized we're going back for a second talking about specific versus non-specific manifestors it's funny because mm-hmm. I had a line burn but literally this past weekend my friend and I were talking about this like at length because she was asking me she's got a very long relationship and mm-hmm. um wants to start working towards like manifesting you know her partner like all these things and so she was asking about manifesting like what is it how does it work whatever and actually she listened to our episode on it which <gasps> that you and I had done all about like manifesting one-on-one, which I'll have to link on here. Um, but cause I'm a specific manifester and she is non-specific and ah. for non-specific, it means that basically you tap into your manifesting power by not, by not getting specific about your details. It's more about like putting out the feeling of what you want. Mm-hmm. And then for specific manifestors, it's literally just the opposite. It's getting really, really, really specific Uh about what you want. So it's like, yeah, yeah, for specific, you'd say like, I want to go to Hawaii and I want to go to Maui and I want to stay here and I want to pay this price. And then like Mm -hmm. for non-specific, it's just like, I want to go to Hawaii someday at some time. And then it just, you know, so um, I mean, let's just all manifest a trip to Hawaii. I mean, I'd be down. That's a good example. (laughs) I kind of want to go to Italy, though. Which, speaking of, oh my god, come with me. Come with me. Uh, I think we're going back in May. So, ooh, okay. I'm gonna put on my calendar. What happens? Um, But yeah, I spent the better part of the month of July actually in Italy. More specifically, I was in Sicily because that's where my grandmother's from. on my mom's side and so she immigrated to the U.S. when she was 22 um, from a little town called Shaka which is about an hour and a half from Palermo which is like the airport basically you fly into to get into Sicily um, so like fairly remote um, and it was super funny because my grandma's always said to us everybody's dead there's nobody left and then it's like you get there and like 75 people from your family show up and you're like, what do you mean everybody's dead? There's so many people here and this isn't even oh everyone. <laughs> That's so cool. That is so cool. Yeah. It was really, really neat. Um, it was really neat. And it was just the whole thing was we were there for about two and a half weeks and it was really interesting. And I would be so curious, like, and I don't know if it would be different for you because you're not, you are an honorary Moresco, but you're not technically a Moresco. Um but I have never felt energy from the other side like I did for those two and a half weeks. And I have never gotten as clear as yeah. like being in touch with the other side as I did there. And it has not been the same since I got home. Like, really? I feel like, yeah, like it, it, it literally gives me full body goosebumps. Um, huh. The whole thing was just really because like they're more open. I don't know. I honestly, Cindy, I literally cannot tell you. Um, and I wasn't expecting it either. I was actually very nervous to go for many reasons, but one of them being, I, I like to look at my astro cartography. I don't know if that's like the right way to say it, but I just find it fascinating. And I have a line that goes through Italy and Sicily and it's not a good one. Um, or I don't want to say that it's not a good one, but it's one basically that talks about like generational trauma Um, generational karma, sadness, like all of these things. So I'm thinking to myself, well, fuck, like I'm stuck now. Like I've got to go now. And like, this is going to be terrible. And thank God, knock wood. um, It really was a great trip. It was a very positive trip. The only thing that I, well, there are many things that I thought were just like super, super interesting, but um, without going into like 
too much detail my and you know my grandmother very well um she's a very she's had a very hard life a very traumatic life she's very pessimistic um and it I find it very challenging sometimes you know to be around her and um the first day that we were there she got like violently ill out of nowhere violently ill um thankfully was like fine within 24 hours but like with no explanation. Um, and then the le- the day before we left, the same thing happened, Wor- but worse. They, yeah, they had, I can't remember if I actually told you this or not in real life or, um, but yeah, they had to have like a doctor come to the hotel and- Oh my um, God. Yeah, and give her like a shot basically. And like, that's how she ended up, my, she ended up in the hospital when we got home, which I know, I know you. Yeah. I know you know that, um, but it started there. And nobody could really figure it out, but it just, the whole thing was very interesting because my grandma, her entire attitude changed while we were there. Like she was like a completely different person. And for the most part, she's stayed like that since we got home. Like there's every once in a while where she'll say something and my mom and I are like, don't even start it. Don't even go there. Don't do it. We're not doing that. Um, but she's kind of stayed that way. And like, so my mom and my grandma and I were talking about it that day. She was really, really sick. And we're like, we almost wonder if it's like a soul karma thing or like a karmic, Mm -hmm. some kind of karmic clearing, because it just is too weird to me that like the first day we're there, the last day we're there all like she got sick. And like, thankfully, like she has health issues. Like she's 86, but like she's a pretty healthy, you know, 86 year old. Um, And also that like, she just had this like light personality, which I like never seen from her ever in my life. Um, So I just have this feeling and like my mom and my grandma and I left feeling so much lighter and like, Mm -hmm. just like a weight was lifted that Mm -hmm. like, I don't even realized, I think I don't even, I never even realized like how weighed down I think I actually felt. And I think you and I have talked about this before where like they say on like our mother's side, we carry eight generations, you know, of trauma Mm -hmm. and pain Mm -hmm. and whatever. Um, And I was like, the fact that I went back to like, you know, my grandmother's birthplace where like our whole, my mom's whole family line is from. Um, Yeah, just super, super interesting. Um, Yeah, I don't know. So. So wild. But I do believe that like, return like I do believe that earth or certain places on earth hold a lot of um memories good and bad for us and that's why sometimes like visiting places can be Mm -hmm. very healing Mm -hmm. or not uh because like I mean there's a reason why we talk about getting out in nature grounding Mm -hmm. you know being with earth connecting because literally the earth is here to support us and it can hold memories and trauma too, or certain places can. And sometimes even just returning to that place to know that it's, you're not in that time anymore, that you don't need to be like carrying this anymore, this burden. I kind of feel like that was going on with your grandmother. Like, I almost feel like she kind of had like nostalgia for that place, but yeah. then at the same time, also like sadness and all these memories and all these emotions and all this stuff tied up. And then when she got back and be able to create new memories, you can release those old stories, right? That's like a huge theme that was happening for the eight, eight portal, which would also be like kind of impacting us in July was like letting go. I talked about this at my event, but letting go of old narratives and stories, maybe even the ones that we're not even aware that we're holding like this, like ancestral stuff, like yeah. you know, old trauma. Cause who knows when she left, I, if, if I remember correctly, I don't think it was under the best of circumstances. Like I think no. they were, she left in a rush and, you know, maybe yeah. it wasn't even her choice. Maybe she didn't want to leave and, but she had to, and you know, she yeah. made the best of it, but all of that can hold trauma and going back oh and God, then like yeah. release it and be like, okay, it's still here. I'm good. I'm great. They're good. You know, it, yeah, it, everything's good. So yeah, I mean, that was part of the eight, eight portal, the lion's gate. It was huge, mm. huge. That and the other big theme that was coming up this past week, which happened in the round of eclipses that we just had mm. went through in April and May is let normalizing, letting go of what's good to allow in what's great. Oh, and then a yes, lot of times we, we try and hold on to things. Well, like, this is good. This job is good. This relationship is like, good. Like my apartment's good. But it's like, what about having something great 
like it's almost like we're afraid to want great those things. I mean, we we want let me back up. We want them, but we're almost like afraid to receive them or have them. It's like, am I asking for too much? What if it goes away? What if I lose this thing that's good for wanting something great that I don't get it? Right. So there's yeah. all of that stuff that comes wrapped up into it. But um, I kind of forgot what was going with this, but you know, yeah. I just feel like that's some of the stuff that can come up just subconsciously just by being in a certain location. Yeah. You know? And that um yeah, like I said, totally unexpected. Yeah. Was didn't really think of I don't want to say I didn't really think anything of going, but like as far as yeah. that realm goes, I really hadn't yeah. thought about it. Um yeah. So wild. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's funny because I there's a lot of things like I miss just about being there, but like I miss like the close, not necessarily the closeness of the other side, but I guess like the clarity, like it was so easy. Yeah. And for me, I have to work so hard, like to set the intention of like, even when I'm just pulling cards um, or like whatever it is to get really clear. And there it literally was like, I could sit down and like, boom, there was like something. Um, So this is, I'm I'm going to sidebar I feel like you have one of these like out of body experiences and yeah, I read about it in a book once. I don't know. I can't remember the name, like a spear baby book, but not spear babies or something else. And I had it once in my life. I'll mm. never forget it where we're given these moments and maybe anyone listening can relate to this. We're given this moment. Usually it's anywhere from two to six weeks. Sometimes it's three weeks. Sometimes it's four weeks. And essentially your guides, angels, soul group above you, whatever, will uh, grant you the opportunity to see how amazing things can be. They'll give you a few weeks to be able to see, see and sense like, this is how clear things can be. This is how much you can connect and receive from the other side. This is how easy you can manifest. Um for me, it was in, I actually was, I just moved to Chicago, honestly. So it's like six years ago now. And mm-hmm. I had gone to Sedona. That's what activated it for uh, me. Typically it's when you travel and go somewhere, it'll activate it for you. It doesn't have to be though. Yeah. But I went to Sedona, I got a healing done, like just a regular healing, came back. And I'm telling you, it was insane. It was like, everything flowed. I wasn't stressed. I had no self-sabotaging behaviors, patterns, mm-hmm. didn't drink alcohol, didn't feel like drinking. didn't went slept the best I've ever slept. Like everything was great. I met amazing people. Like I just was in this like high where I was like, everything's amazing. Like I just, and nothing could bring me down. Like I was like, nothing could bring me down. Every, I was like, everything's amazing. And I remember I went through this extremely stressful thing at work, which normally would have like taken me down. Like I probably gotten sick after like all this stuff and I breezed through it and it was amazing. And everyone was like complimenting me. And I, it just like information was coming to me for this big, big presentation. It was yeah. amazing. It was the easiest, like, and it was like five, six weeks of my life. And then it went away. And I was like, oh, and I went back to the day to day and I started stressing more. And I started like falling back in old patterns yeah. of beliefs. And when I meditated on it, you know, years later, they were like, that's how easy it can always be. Mm-hmm. That's the energy that you have the opportunity in this lifetime to achieve. Now it's yeah. your job to get back to that. It's your job oh. to keep removing any limiting beliefs, any fears, any illusions, any. Mm-hmm anything not serving you to get back to that. We helped you this time. Now it's your turn. Yeah. So I'd say the same thing for you. Like you can have that connection, that clarity, that feeling, that like weightlessness that you experience. Like you probably felt great physically too, I'm guessing. I mean, everyone knows you, you know, you're still, you're working through line and all that stuff. So like, I bet you felt really great when you were there. I bet you could eat whatever you wanted. Like I bet it was just like, totally oh my God, everything's great. Again, that was the spirit showing you, this is how good it can be all the time. Now it's your job to get back to this. Yeah. Ah, that's so interesting. Mm-hmm. Isn't that crazy? So yeah, I don't know what triggers it. I really, except for that, maybe you're ready to feel it. You're ready to sense it. Yeah. And now looking back, I'm like, oh, well that was, that's where I, Chicago's where I started my business. Chicago's where yes. I quit my corporate job. Like Chicago's where I like manifested a bunch of things for myself. So yeah. I mean, it was interesting that I, that I experienced it while living here. I think in the um, spirit book, she was talking about when she was a a new mom or second new mom or second kid, and she was feeling overwhelmed. And like for those three weeks, whatever, she just, everything flowed, everything worked her, you know, she was able to do it all. She had tons of energy. She wasn't stressed. She was like losing weight. She was eating whatever she wanted. Like literally like that is what we can achieve, but we can't achieve that with 
our limiting beliefs and fears and worries and stress and doubt and doing it all alone. Yeah. No, that so. makes total sense. And it's yeah. a good, it's a good reminder. It's like a mm-hmm. tap on the shoulder. They're like, Hey, yeah, this is what you can have. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's cool to experience it. Cause I think we talk about it a lot of times, like, and people are like, yeah, yeah. You know, I think people think yeah. like, Oh yeah, you say you can have what you say you can manifest. You say we yeah. can do this. But then when clients, I see it activated like in little bits with clients mm-hmm. of like they manifest their dream job or their dream guy or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, we can do that with everything all yeah. the time, but we just limit, we, we just limit ourselves yeah. and we think it has to be hard, but it doesn't like, you now know it doesn't have yeah. to be that hard. It's yeah, just getting totally. back in that vibration energy to hold space where it is clear all the time. So yeah, you no, got that this. makes total sense. Um, and I still like, since I got back have felt like very called to the other side and to like mm-hmm. meditation and like, um, spiritual work and like things like that. Whereas mm-hmm. I, I still felt called to it before I went, but not as, not as much as I have, I guess, um, since my trip in July. Um, yeah. And something I know you and I have talked about this, but something I wanted to share that I thought was kind of cool that I think people can adapt from like the Sicilian culture or spiritual culture, I guess at home is, um, so when I got to Sicily pretty immediately, I started seeing like owls everywhere. Um, whether it was in like advertising or like pottery or paintings, or like when I would open Instagram on my phone, like literally couldn't go 10 minutes without seeing an owl, which has never been a sign for me before. I know it's, it's always been a sign for you. And it's funny because my initial thought was like, is somebody trying to get in touch with Cindy? Do I have to call Cindy? Um, cause it's never been a sign for me. Um, so I'm like, all right, like we're going with it. And it's funny because I was sitting by the ocean and like meditating and pulling cards one day. And I like asked my Sicilian ancestors that like I was working with, I was like, listen, is this like a sign from you? Like what, what is going on here? And um, I just strongly, strongly felt like it was. So I was like, all right, like I'm just going to go with it. So we went from um, Shotka in Sicily to the other side of Sicily to like another coastal town near Mount Etna, which is also like a wine region. And it's about a three hour drive. And we stopped in the middle of the drive. Um, so, you know, the driver lets out, whatever, and immediately start seeing owls everywhere, literally everywhere. When, when we post this, I'll post a video I took on Instagram. Cause like, you literally will not believe the amount of effing owls that were in this little tiny ass town in the middle of Sicily. That's crazy. Yeah. So this town is known for um, their ceramics. So um, we're talking to an artist and we asked him, because like my grandmother's fluent in Italian, my mom speaks, I'd say like at an intermediate level, Um, so we asked this artist like all right is there something with the owls here or like what's the deal and it turns out that in this town they believe that owls bring blessings and they like invite good fortune into your home um, and they're kind of like almost like guardian angels so that's why there are these owls everywhere and basically what the Sicilian people do is they have little ceramic owls and they'll put them in their home facing their front door and they believe that it invites in many blessings essentially um, and it protects your home and it only lets good energy into your home so um, if you want to do that you just get a little owl and put it somewhere where it faces your front door and it helps to bring in many blessings which I just thought was really sweet it's so sweet I love it so now I have owls it. all over my house. <laughs> Did you put them in every room facing the door? <laughs> no, I have a little teeny tiny one um, that I put just on like my entryway table facing my door. And then I got like a ceramic painting of an owl um, that my husband still has to hang for me. And then I did buy in this town, these like really beautiful ceramic owls, um, that I'll kind of put all over. But then it was interesting. So I was talking about with my dad and I didn't know this, um, an owl has always been a sign for my dad. 
which I thought oh, was interesting. Yeah. That's cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. So it was funny. We were talking about it and then um, he decided like he was all of a sudden going to like embrace this sign and like he got a bunch of ceramic owls too. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love it. I know. So I funny. It. So freaking so funny. funny. Um, <sighs> yeah. And then I was thinking about this while you were talking about the spirit in your apartment. So I saw somebody and it hasn't happened to me in a really long time, but I saw somebody at the first hotel we were at, which is like very new. It's not like it's an old hotel, but obviously Sicily, like the land's very old. Like there's a lot of history there, like whatever. So I was falling asleep at night and I opened my eyes and I saw a woman standing there like with her arms full and literally I screamed bloody murder, screamed bloody murder. I thought somebody had let themselves into my hotel room and I started talking to them and then I realized they weren't actually there. And like, you know, you're talking about it and like you do it the right way, right? Where like you get something out of your space and whatever. And like, literally I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Like I was like, you are not, I do not want you in here. Get out. And then after that, I didn't feel anybody in there. Well, there you um, go. Any of the other nights, but I was like, I mean, you can clear her spirit that way too graceful as Cindy that well I mean again if you're in like a desperate situation that's an easy way to do it too it's totally <laughs> that works too <laughs> I love it oh my gosh too funny oh all the things oh. But yeah I feel like those are all your updates yeah I think that that's at least from Italy yeah Um, wait I want to hear about though I feel like it's been an interesting summer energetically like there's been so much going on like we had 8-8 and like Lionsgate yeah had a bunch of astrological shit going on I feel like we had a lot of like clearing like getting rid of like like how you said like getting rid of the good for the great or like anything out of alignment must go so I'm curious now I know it's mid-August we're not quite in fall yet I don't know why my brain keeps thinking we're in mid-September even though we're not like every day I'm like it's September 17th and I'm like no it's August 17th um Too funny. so with all the big energy that we felt over the summer that I feel like everyone has kind of been talking about and experienced what are we moving into are we moving into more big energy is it going to be calm like what what do I need to know Yeah. I mean, so we're like a halfway point between eclipse seasons. So there's a lot coming up from the last, like I said, the last round of eclipses. So think back to like some of the things that you're working through in April and early May. Like I said, the big theme that I was picking up on was like letting go of what's good to allow and what's great. That's been like a huge um, reoccurring theme since then, um, which is what you're talking about the clearing and energetically letting go of things. Um, The other things that I mean, I've been picking up a lot in like client sessions that we channeled in the eight, eight portal is a lot about like letting go of old stories that we were just saying. So not just things, but like stories too. And, you know, it's not an old story. If it's something that you're thinking about every day, or you repeat to yourself every day, or you're constantly trying to like, forget about every day that that's, that's a very present story, right? That's not an old story. So in order to make a story old, you have to put it down, right? Mm-hmm. You have to put it down and choose something new. You have to pick up a new story, a new narrative. So I would just say really embracing mantras right now. Um, again, it's more important than ever, I think, to embrace and focus on like creating space for what you want. I think a lot of times when we go into things, we like worry, worry, worry and plan for the worst case scenario. But do you ever hold space for what you want to happen? Like the outcome that you see happening or if you're not specific, like the feeling that you want to have after something, Right. So um, there's a little bit of that, um, you know, into it as well. And then um, going forward, so September is when we have the fall or autumn equinox, equinox, if you want to say it. So that's going to be coming up. Um, I also think the 9-9 portal and the 9-2-2-2-2 portal is going to be really big. Um, September is going to be a sixth month in a six year. So um, six being the theme for the year in numerology, which is, I mean, simply put very much about like community connection, family, that kind of thing, relationships, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, 
I mean, I don't know that I can give a heads up, but I'm for the rest of the energies, but I would just say like the other big thing I posted today on Instagram, but, um, is about letting go of logic and letting your heart lead. So, I mean, oh. it sounds good in theory, but then when you're in the middle of it, your mind can get really freaking out about making a decision murky. or freaking out about it. Yeah. Murky around a big yeah. choice and truly, truly you have to follow your heart. You cannot mm. let logic lead this year. And this is all of 2022, but I think we're definitely getting like reminders or big hits of this now and into September. Like, okay, you said you were going to do this. or You said you were going to stop overthinking things. Like, are you actually going to do it? Like analysis yeah. paralysis, right? Like yeah. can you actually drop into your heart and go with your gut and not let logic make all decisions for you. Interesting. Yeah. So I think there, it feels like there's gonna be like some big decisions for people coming up, or I'm guessing a lot of people listening to this might be going through some decisions around Mm -hmm. things. And it could be like renewing a lease or not, or staying with a job or not, or Mm -hmm. staying with a person or not. Like I've heard of a lot of breakups and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. I just, I think, I don't want to say the energy is getting more volatile, but I just think that the universe is going to make you really uncomfortable if something's not meant to be, or if you're not fully committed to it, like if you're kind of one foot in one foot out, uh, you're going to get, I don't want to say tested cause I don't like that word, but you're going to get like, um, I don't know. A tested is the best word I can think of. You're going to get tested of like, okay, are you all in or are you all out? Like this yeah. riding the line of things is like not serving anybody, least yeah. of all you. So yeah. I don't want to use the word test cause I hate that word, but like, I don't know what else. Like, I think we know what you're trying to say though. Yeah. It's, um, It's yeah, just sort of like, I know what you're trying to say. Yeah. Yeah. You're just going to get kind of like, you'll be made to think about it differently, I guess. Correct. So look at it yes. in a different light. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Exactly. So, okay. I was going to also end with pulling a card for everybody, like Yay. for the community. So um, just specific for this group. So I'm using the wisdom of the Oracle deck by Colette Baron Reed. I like this deck because it's very, um, I don't direct messages. So, okay. Yeah. I'm just going to say, most important okay all right well three cards came out so we're gonna go into this oh okay my so the first card that came out i just asked what's the most important message i'm gonna interpret this for the group so the first card that came out of the deck is the fork in the road card so like i was just i think that's kind of validating what i was just saying yeah. i'm not gonna but just like okay you have one foot in or one foot out or you have two things in front of you it's time to start deciding or like stop mm-hmm. doing analysis paralysis and not making a decision of which road to follow but actually following it knowing that all roads are leading to like your destiny. It just might take you down a different way or arrive at a certain time or something. It's always divine timing though, but it's just, it's whatever you want to experience, but it's time mm-hmm. for you to start. It's kind of like that saying, like, put your money where your mouth is like, start yeah. doing things that you actually say you're going to do and wanting to do instead of just like talking about all the time. Right. I could definitely yeah. use that one too. So, and then the next card that came on the deck was the time to go card. But you know what? I kind of took this as like, it's time to go. Like, let's go. Like time to get started. Yeah. Time to move on. Time to like put it into gear. Like literally like what I was just saying. This can also mean what I was just talking about a minute ago though, of like anything unaligned must go. Or we've been saying this yeah. really this whole episode of like anything that's not working. This card also speaks to endings, completion, and walking away from something because there's nothing else to learn or experience. So that's another thing too, that like, it's basically saying, even if you feel like you're done with something, if it keeps coming back mm-hmm. to you, there might still be additional lessons or mm-hmm. are you just hanging on to something where the lessons are done just because for the sake of like nostalgia or yeah. the history with someone or the like loyalty you feel to a company yes. or whatever, right? Like, well, mm-hmm. if their lessons are done and you're not happy, then it's like time to walk away. Right. Yeah. Um, it's basically saying destiny is in charge here or like right now. Um, and it's like, you lose nothing and gain everything. When you surrender to this fact, your soul knows that your destiny is unfolding with perfect timing and synchronicity. Your small self though has doubts, but that is natural. And it doesn't have to stop the map of your destiny. Okay. And then lastly, Again, asking what the most important message. I got the higher power card that came out of the deck. Oh, I mean, this has like an, I mean, I can show you, but we're not doing videos with this, but it's a, has an angel on it. It's all in pinks and purples and lavenders and lilac, which is the color of spirit, right? Purple spirit intuition, the crown chakra color, right? 
And pink is the heart, your heart chakra, or the higher vibration of the heart chakra, I should say. Um, so yeah, this is all about like a higher power taking over kind of the, again, the end, these are like all falling kind of like one into the other. They're all running together today. That's so um, but like I just said, like a higher power or destiny is in, is taking yeah. over. Um, but this card specifically speaks to presence of the divine, seeing source in all things, um, mm. asking like what's in the highest and best good of all, um, allowing things to flow. It's just like you don't have to force things like let yeah. the universe spirit support you guide you lead you um and you're not if you're feeling stuck like don't be afraid to ask for signs ask for symbols like yeah. this happened to me the other day i was just like i feel like no one's listening <laughs> i literally said that a lot i was like i feel like you guys aren't listening i was like i feel like you aren't getting it and then literally i looked up like two like literally i said that i was like looking up at the top of my car i was like you're not listening and i looked back at the road like <laughs> it's seconds right seconds Literally, the car in front of me was eight, 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 eight. Oh my god! I kid you not. Like you cannot make this up. I was like, okay, I guess I'm the one not listening. Sorry, guys. (laughs) That is so funny. Like second, I'm talking. You know, like you're driving. I was just like, oh, I feel like no one's listening to me. And that literally just like rolled my eyes once, looked back the road, and the car that pulled in front of me was eight, 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 eight on the license plate. And I was like, "Mm." I was like, all right, well, I guess (laughs) I'm not listening. I was like, sorry, guys. I'm like, okay, I'll open my ears. <laughs> I was like, oopsies, I guess you are listening. Like, so it's just like funny, like just like things like that. So again, yeah. like, don't be afraid to ask for signs. Don't be afraid to ask for help inside yeah. all that stuff. So. Oh, cool. I love it. Yay. Um, I was thinking in September, either around one of like the portal days or with the six numerology theme or something, we should do some kind of like slightly spiritual zoom or like, yeah, that'd be great. You had already planned to do something, but we'll have to make a mental note of that. Okay. We'll do mental note made. Perfect. This is so good. It's been way too long. We will not. It has been, but you know what? I think I understand now why people do podcasts in seasons because sometimes it is I don't know if people realize how much work it is. It's a lot of work to it. It's like another job that you don't get, or at least we like, because we don't do sponsorships. Like we don't like, we're just literally giving people the information that we want to hear. Like, it's like having a whole other job. So that's why I'm just calling the season two. We had our summer, we had our break. I'm like season two back. And I want to say better than ever, but like better than ever. Cause I hope we're not bad. (laughs) Yeah. But so good. All right. Well, thanks for listening, you guys, and we'll see you next time. Let us know if there's anything you want to hear about. So, all right. Bye, Bye. guys.